I'm sure you all remember from last Wednesday and this past Sunday when Pastor Alex was in the pulpit, he was talking about community. That community, so if we're, you know, looking for ways, right, to pursue happiness, right, that being in a community and getting involved in your community, he was talking about how important that is for happiness. And so it's so great, right? God knows what he's doing, right? When he incorporated this time of fellowship and we're building community, so good, right? He knows what he's doing. So let's just open up in prayer before we continue. So Lord, we just thank you for that cell phone that's ringing. Glory to God, Jesus. So good. I love it. Oh, it's all good. It's all good. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. God has a sense of humor. You know that, right? Yeah, he's good. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. Lord, we just thank you for what you're doing tonight, God, for what you've already begun. We're just continuing, Lord. We thank you for your anointing that's in the house, God. Lord, we thank you. You know just what we need. And we believe that we're getting what we need tonight. We thank you, Holy Spirit. You always know what to do. You always know what to say. And we trust you, Lord. We trust you. We trust you, God. We do. We trust you, Lord. You've called us to this place. We're here, and we believe that we're going to receive what we need tonight. It's just that simple. We're not going to complicate it. We're just going to trust you and believe because you are good, and you called us here. You've got something for us, and we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. So I, <laughs> I was laughing with Pastor Alex because on Sunday he said he was going to be preaching on Wednesday night. I am not Pastor Alex. <laughs> it's me for the next 27 minutes and 48 seconds. Hallelujah. Um, but, you know, um, just to follow in his amazing footsteps, I'm going to start not with a joke, but with a quote. I love quotes. I heard this quote a while ago, and it is so good. It talks about identity, and I love talking about our identity in Christ. I feel like, you know, um, Brother Hagen says, when you get saved, the first thing you ought to do is find out who you are. And so I love, love, love talking about identity, and this quote talks about identity, and I heard it before, and I saw it yesterday, and I'm like, you know what, Pastor Alex? I don't have a funny story or a joke, but I have this quote, and it's from Albert Einstein. Yeah, and it goes, everybody is a genius, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing that it's stupid. If you judge a fish by its ability <laughs> to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing that it's stupid. We have our own race to run, right? We have our own path in the name of Jesus. 
And what too many people do is compare. They look at what other people are doing, other people that are not in their lane, because everybody has their own lane. But we look at what other people are doing, and we see them doing something well, because that's part of their destiny, and maybe we can't do that exact thing well like they can, and it's not part of our destiny, but we see them doing it so well, and think that we're supposed to be able to do it well, even though we're not. And then we judge ourselves based on what they do well because they're supposed to do it, even though we're not even supposed to do it. So it's no wonder that maybe we can't do it well. Does that make sense? But we have our own path. We have our own lane. We have our own game to play. Whatever metaphor you want to use, our job, instead of comparing is to find out, I'm not even talking, this is not what I'm talking about tonight. But we need it, right? Our job is to go, you know what? I'm not going to look to the right. I'm not going to look to the left. I'm not going to look at what Joe's doing. I'm not going to look at what Sally's doing. I'm going to get with God and find out what God wants me to do. I'm going to get with God and find out what I'm good at, what I'm passionate about. What I'm effective at, I'm going to get with God and I am going to ask him to show me where is my lane, where's my place. I'm not going to look to the right, I'm not, I may want to, I'm not going to do that and I'm not going to compare because you know what, this is what the Lord said about comparing because we're talking about pursuit of happiness, a surefire way to make sure that you're not happy is to compare yourself to other people. Okay, so for the sake of time, we're going to move on. Hallelujah. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. If you believe that, say amen. amen. We believe that, right? Our own lane in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Okay, so what the scripture we're going to look at tonight, the foundational scripture, is 1 Corinthians 8, 6. And it's in the Amplified Classic Edition. So A-M-P-C is Amplified Classic Edition, okay? And it goes like this. Yet for us, there is only one God. Say one God. One the God. Father, who is the source. Say the source, the source of all things. Praise the Lord. Y'all are so good. You want to say it. Can I tell you one thing? Actually, I'm going to say it now because it came up. This is what the Lord has been saying to me today and reminded me about it in prayer. We'll start again at the beginning is we got to say what God says more. We got to be more vocal about what saying what God says. So it's not enough for us to quietly agree or quietly know, but we have to get good at saying, we just got to say more of what God says. We got to say, you know, when you're thinking that you're good, you got to say, I'm good. It's one thing to think it, and it's good that you're thinking that you're good, but it's an entirely different thing because we shape our world by the things we think about and the things we say. Our words create. I'm not talking about this tonight either, but <laughs> praise the Lord, right? We got to get more vocal 
at saying the good stuff. Praise the Lord. Okay. I'm just going to say, you know, I hear ministers say somebody must have needed that. So praise the Lord. Let's go back. 1 Corinthians 8, 6, Amplified Classic. I'm not going to get you to repeat because sometimes you guys are repeating when I don't mean for you to repeat. And <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yet for us, <laughs> there is only one God, the Father, who is the source of all things. He is the source of all things. All means all. God the Father, who is the source of all things. Okay, we might be, you know, praise the Lord. Jesus is so good. We need to say that. We need to say that. God is the source of all things. God is my source. Whatever you need, whatever you're looking for, God is the source. God is my source. God is my source. Everybody say it. God is my source. God is my source. Oh, you know sometimes, those of you who are moms maybe, this is generalizing, but have you ever had a, a moment in raising your children where you felt maybe you were harping on something? I'm not alone in that, right? Am I alone in that? I'm not alone in that. Praise the Lord. Right? Where you know you're saying it over and over again, but for some reason you feel like you need to say it over and over again. We have got to say and say and keep on saying. Because I know a lot of you in here are believing God for things. And he is the source of that thing that you are waiting on. And our words create. Jerry Savella, has anybody watching the Southwest Believers Convention? He said, the things you think about and the words you say create your future. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Praise the Lord. Okay, 1 Corinthians 8, 6. We'll get, it may take 20 minutes to get the scripture out. So God is our sor the source of all things. And for whom we have life and one Lord Jesus Christ, through and by whom are all things and through and by whom we ourselves exist. So what this is saying is there is only one God. He is our source. We live for him. Jesus is Lord. And if it wasn't for Jesus, we wouldn't be here. He is our source. There's only one God. We live for him. Jesus is Lord. And if it wasn't for Jesus, we wouldn't be here. And so what we're going to talk about tonight in light of the pursuit of happiness is we're going to go to the source by way of Jesus. We're going to go to the source of happiness. God doesn't just have happiness. He is happiness. Just like he doesn't just have love, he is love. So I'm thinking, what better idea, if you're looking for happiness, than to go to the source, and we go to God by way of Jesus. So in pursuing happiness, we're going to pursue Jesus. Does that make sense? Say, in pursuing happiness, I'm going to pursue Jesus. 
Oh, I'm making you all talk a lot tonight. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So what does it mean to pursue? What does it mean to pursue? What does it mean to pursue Jesus? What does it mean to pursue? Because pursue is a word like every other word that looks like something. There are some things it looks like, and there are some things it does not look like. So if we want to pursue Jesus in our pursuit of happiness, in going to God the Father who is our source, what do we got to do? To pursue means to run after. It means to chase. <laughs> Are you, this is a question where we, you know, get with Holy Spirit, right? This is a personal reflection time. Am I pursuing Jesus? Am I, can I honestly say that I am running after, chasing after Jesus. You know chasing looks like something, right? Chasing doesn't look like this. This is not chasing. This is not chasing. This is not chasing. <laughs> Sometimes we have, to go, we have to describe what it isn't to get a full understanding of what it is. What is chasing at Melissa? Demonstration. No, you stand over there. You're Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. You make a good Jesus. So pursuing, I'm doing slow-mo, people, okay? Because <laughs> if I run and if I really chase, it probably will not look pretty. So slow-mo. Start again. Chariots of fire. Some people get the context. What are you going to do? Praise the Lord. So chasing after, pursuing, running after Jesus. When you run after somebody, you see, it, it, there's a, it's a little bit of effort in chasing after somebody. Look at me. Does it not look like I'm breaking a sweat? Does it not look like, no, Jesus, don't run away. Jesus, don't run away. That's one thing we know about Jesus. Hallelujah. Right? Pursuing. Okay. I wasn't done with you. Get back up there, Jesus. So not only does it like when I'm chasing that, right? Think about the movies. Think about the movies. When you see the people that are in hot pursuit. And they're running down this, you know, that sidewalk in New York City or something, right? And they're like, they're booking it. They're booking it, right? They're booking it. They're booking it way better than this. But they're booking it, right? And they're moving. They're hustling, right? And what, what is, an, here's another thing. This is another characteristic. They got their eye on the person that they are pursuing. They are focused. They are determined because if she ducks into an alley, I got to know where she goes. So I can't take my eyes off her because I got to follow her if I am pursuing her. So not only is there a little bit of effort, there's a little bit of sacrifice. I might sweat a little. I might even like, like a little, sometimes it's a little bit ugly when you're pursuing you got the, you know, that when you're pursuing Jesus, you got the tears that wreck your makeup and all that kind of stuff. It's, or you got sweat stains when you're pursuing, right? It's sometimes it doesn't look that pretty to pursue. 
and we keep our eye on the prize when we're pursuing. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I know I got to give her a hug. Jesus is so good. Right? You can sit down now. Praise the Lord. For the sake of time, you can sit down. Pursuing looks like something. So everybody close your eyes. Say, Holy Spirit, what does it look like for me to pursue Jesus? Praise the Lord. And I see those smiles. <laughs> I see those pictures through those smiles. Hallelujah. Pursuing Jesus looks like something. And you know what? Sometimes, it, a lot of times, it begins with the easiest thing we can do is, because you know this is, it's weird for some people. You know that some people, right, we got to remember, there's some people watching who maybe don't even know it's okay to pursue Jesus. Because, you know, they might be thinking, isn't Jesus supposed to pursue me? Isn't God supposed to pursue me? God pursues me, right? He chose me. He woos me. We've heard that. He, isn't he supposed to pursue me? Am I supposed to pursue him? Does God, does Jesus, do they really want to be pursued by me? Let me jump to the scriptures, hallelujah. Luke eleven nine 9 in the Amplified Classic again says, So I say to you, ask and keep on asking. Don't ask and then leave. Don't ask and not ask again. Keep on asking. Keep on chasing. And it shall be given to you. Seek and keep on seeking and you shall find. Knock and keep on knocking and the door shall be open to you. Jeremiah 29, 13 says, You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. There is intensity there is tenacity, there is fire involved when you pursue Jesus. Fire. In the name of Jesus, there is fire involved when you pursue Jesus. And I believe that that is something, that is the thing that the Lord wants you to get tonight. Because he wants you, this is what he said to me in prayer, I want them to want me. He wants you to want him. So maybe you need that fire relit. Maybe you didn't know that there was fire at all. Maybe you just came to know Jesus and you don't even know what it looks like to have fire in your belly. Or to have Jesus come and blow on those embers in your heart until they burst into flame with joy and exuberance and excitement. Hallelujah. But God wants you to know you can have that. 
if you want that. And he wants you to want that. He wants you. There's passion involved in pursuit. There's fire. There's determination. There's passion involved in pursuit. Look what, and guess what, men? David said in the 42nd Psalm, this is David, as the deer pants for the water brooks, so pants my soul for you, O God. That sounds like somebody who's pursuing God. That sounds like somebody who has great intention in getting connected with his God, in seeking after and finding his God. So how do we, for the sake of time, how do we pursue? I think the best way is to look at what God does to pursue us. And let's do that. That's probably a good idea, right? Praise the Lord. So if we go to Psalm, I'll just read it quickly, Psalm 139, verses 1 to 4 in the ESV. O Lord, you have searched me and known me. This is how God pursues us. And we're going to take his lead and use this to pursue him. You know when I sit down and when I rise up. You discern my thoughts from afar. You search out my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. Even before a word is on my tongue, behold, O Lord, you know it altogether. So there are five things we can draw from this. Number one, he knows us. Number two, he knows our movements. Number three, he knows how we think. Number four, he knows our ways. And number five, he knows what we would say. I encourage you to write those down. Five things. Number one, do you know him? Because he knows us. He knows you. You know me. God, you know me. Do I know you, Lord? What would you like me to know about you? Today, Lord, that's a good question. That's a good PC question. Prayer closet. What would you like me to know about you today, Lord? This is real. Fellowship is a two-way street. Relationship is a two-way street. Think about your earthly relationships. You know the KISS method? Keep it simple, silly. <laughs> it's a relationship. The second thing we said, he knows our movements. He knows what, what we're doing. Do you know what he's doing? Do you know how he does things and why he does things? He wants you to know. The Bible says he wants you to know all the mysteries and secrets in Daniel. It talks about mysteries and secrets that he wants you to know. He's not trying to hide things from you. He's hiding them for you. 
He's the best person to play hide-and-seek with because he always wants to be found. He ain't going to run like Melissa did. But then you came back. And then we hugged. So it's all good. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for drawing me deeper. Praise the Lord. The third thing we said is he knows how we think. Do we know how God thinks? God, what are you thinking about right now? Have you ever asked your friend that? It's the mama finger coming out. What are you thinking about right now? Have you, is it, I'm not the, right? He wants us to, he wants us so badly to ask these questions to him. This is relationship. This is how you get to know somebody. This is real and practical stuff. He knows our ways. Here's a good question, Lord. What would you do in this situation? He knows our ways. He knows what we would do. He knows the way we do things. Do we know his ways? Do we know the way he does things? And the fifth thing, he knows what we would say. Do we know what God would say? You know when you have those close friends where you know, I know exactly what you would say. Yeah. I know exactly, or you have the friend who can finish your sentence. You're so intimate, you're so close, you have such relationship that all of these things are a piece of cake for you and that person that you are in this intimate relationship with. Am I right? That's all God wants from us. So good, right? Praise the Lord. So I'm going to, okay, we're going to close here. I've got a few minutes left, and we're going to get this done. Thank you, Jesus. So most people think that happiness comes from the outside. When I get the perfect job, the perfect house, the perfect car, the perfect spouse, then I'll be happy. But happiness is an inside job. You know, Kenneth Copeland ministered about this on Monday night, and he said, we live from the inside out, from the inside out, right? There was a, there's a book called The Happiness Advantage, and it said, happiness causes success, not the other way around. Yes. People are looking for success, and then they think they'll be happy. It's the other way around. Praise the Lord. Psalm 37.4 says, delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. That word, so here's the thing. Praise the Lord Jesus. That don't mean he's going to give you anything you want. Remember, he's good. He's good. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. That word delight in Hebrew means present yourself with humility and open-heartedness to the Lord. Present yourself to the Lord. Show up with humility and open-heartedness and allow him to lead you into the transformation process so that his desires become your desires. You want what he wants for you. And those hallelujah, are the desires of your heart that we can believe to have come to pass in our life. Amen?
Praise the Lord. And so, I'm, I'm good, I'm good. I got two minutes left, praise the Lord. For one C.S. Lewis quote, God cannot give us happiness apart from himself because it is not there. There is no such thing. God cannot give us happiness apart from himself because it is not there. I love, I love making it plain. There is no such thing. In pursuing happiness, I feel like we can't forget the obvious. There are definitely things that we can do along the way. In the process of believing, you still got to watch what you say. You still got to watch what you think about. There are still things, the do's, we still got to do in the process of transformation, in the process of believing, right? Praise the Lord. God is our source of everything, including happiness. So it goes without saying that if we want happiness, we got to go directly to God. And we still do the things, we still do. Pastor Alex, over the past three weeks, has given us amazing tips and tools, practical things to do. We continue to do those things. We continue to be grateful. We continue to write the things down. We continue to do all the little things that he has been telling us to do along the way. In the hot pursuit of Jesus, while we are in hot pursuit of Jesus, Spending time with Jesus, praying, talking, listening, meditating on the word, getting to know who we are in him, getting to know who he is, getting to know his promises, showing up to church, fellowshipping with our family members. These are all things that we can do along the way to help us while we are in hot pursuit of Jesus because it's through that hot pursuit that we get not only happiness but everything else that we get when we're in the presence of God. Amen? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thanks so much for joining us today. We pray that your life was impacted by this service and you are able to feel the tangible love of Jesus fill whatever space you're listening from. Maybe you found this message and you've never had the opportunity to come into a personal relationship with Jesus, or you've known about him, but been far from him. We wanna give you the opportunity to make his love a daily reality in your life. Jesus came to this earth and died on the cross so that you could be close to him. He wanted to wipe away every disappointment and bring you into a life of purpose and meaning, one that will impact this globe for good. If you'd like to begin this journey with Jesus today, then just repeat this simple prayer after me. Dear Jesus, I'm praying this prayer because I know that I've made mistakes and been living without you. I apologize and I trust that you will forgive me I accept your love and grace and ask that you would be my Savior and my Lord. Help me believe in you and love you every day. And help me to show the world what you're like and how great your love is. 
I commit to live for you from this moment forward. In Jesus' name, amen. All of our Light City family are joining with heaven and celebrating over the commitment you have just made to make Jesus the Lord of your life. We have resources available for you to help you on this journey. And most of all, we're praying for you. Send us a note at info at golightcity.com to let us know about the decision you've made today. We have resources we would love to send you with some easy steps on where to go from here so that you can discover God in a real and meaningful way. If you have a prayer request, our team would love to connect with you and partner with you to see God transform your life. God bless you, and we look forward to hearing from you real soon.